Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Cooped Up. I'm Danielle Mannion in Maynard, Massachusetts, where I'm cooped up with you and with Camden Morrison. Let's say hello to Camden and see what she's up to. Hi, Camden. Hey, how's everybody doing? <laughs> Good. Camden's a Millis grad, but currently a, oh, what are you? I'm currently a Junior? professional golfer. You are a professional. You're, you're graduated and done and grown up. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. How did that happen so fast? So you are, <laughs> Actually, I don't know. What does it mean to be a professional golfer? Uh, if you want the honest answer, it means you check a box when you sign up for a tournament and then you accept money and boom, you're, you're a professional golfer. But, um, there's a lot more to it. That's the simplest answer I can give. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause I'm pretty sure I can't just check a box and do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to have you know, low handicap index and when you sign up and, but yeah, there's, there's, it's a long process, but that's the easiest way to put it. You are living your dream. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) that's amazing. Not many people get to do that. That is really remarkable. Camden was always an incredible athlete when she was at Millis high school. And then again at Franklin Pierce, is that right? Yep. That's where I went. Mm -hmm. And tell me about your career there. At Franklin Pierce? Yeah. That's where you was, uh, gained a lot of national notoriety, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. Um definitely a long process to get there. Uh when I first got there I definitely was not the same golfer I was when I left. Um but I put in a lot of work on the course, off the course, in the gym on my health. I mean, yeah. everything I did, I was so focused on, on golf. And I, and you know, after my sophomore year, I had just missed um, the cut to get into the regional championship. And I wanted like, that was what kind of lit the fire. And I was like, I want this so bad. And I went home for the summer and it was like, that was the only focus I had was like qualifying. And I just wanted to do that. Like that was, there was so much drive in that summer. Um, Literal and drive, then, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just I. I just remember. I, I think I lost like like fifteen or twenty pounds. Oh my god. Um, yeah, and I just put on muscle, and I was eating so healthy, and I felt so good. And I came back junior year, and I ended up just like winning tournament after tournament after tournament after tournament. I, I can <laughs> remember like, that, like hearing people talk about you. There was a buzz at school about you, you know, it was really yeah. exciting. Yeah. It was like, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. but it was almost like I had, I was so focused on what I was trying to do and everybody was like, Oh my God, like this is amazing. Like you're doing so well. And I was like, no, but there's, there's a bigger goal here. There's, there's more I wanted to want yeah. to want to achieve. Um, so yeah, then I ended up qualifying for the first regional championship. And then when I got there, I was like, well, Hey, like, let's just go to national. Like, let's, just, <laughs> let's just qualify. What do, what do we really have to do? And I just went out and I played amazing, but it wasn't that like I showed up and I wasn't prepared. It was like all that work I had put in for months prior, especially yeah. during that summer yeah. was what got me through. That's um, so cool. Yeah. And then I, I, didn't play as good in my first national championship. I was so nervous, <laughs> but then I just wanted to go back again. So it was like the same drive and it was like, 
it's unlike anything else. Like when you get to compete like that and when you, it's so satisfying to get there. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. What do you attribute your, your drive and your commitment to that? I mean, how did this start? I remember you being pretty focused about it in high school, but when do you think it started for you? Um, I think it started when I was young, when I was like, like 10, I would say would be a good guess. I remember watching golf with my dad on TV on Sundays. How is your dad? He's good. He's out in California right now, actually. Tell him I said hi. (laughs) I will. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, we, we, uh, would watch golf on Sundays and I remember not being very interested in it when I was like very little. Um, but I, I remember like hearing the crowd. Yeah. Like, cause it'd be quiet. You hear the announcers and their voices are super soothing. (laughs) And then all of a sudden you hear this big uproar. (laughs) And I remember like, it's always right around my birthday. The masters would be on. And I don't, I didn't know what tournament it was, but I just remember seeing all the green grass and like how beautiful it was. And I always thought it was so cool. And I remember asking my dad about it. I was like, dad, like, I want to, I want to do that. (laughs) And he was like, well, sweetie, you know, you can, he was like, but you wouldn't be able to like go there. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, you wouldn't be able to compete at the masters. I was like, well, why not? And he was like, well, because that's a men's tournament. Like you could do it for the, like you have to compete in the women's sport. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was like, so, and I was confused at the time, but I was like, well, I want to play. And that's kind of like what inspired me to play was wow. like the idea of being able to, be around something so beautiful as, as like I know Augusta is obviously like the number one but any golf course that it's just so beautiful and I just wanted that I wanted to participate in that that is which is so weird cool. I did the <laughs> visual is, <laughs> component to that I love that part of the story yeah I, it's it's a weird thing for you know 10 11 year old to be interested yep. in yep um especially me as a kid because I was I was big when I was a little kid and everybody wanted me to play soccer and softball and all these things and I was like no I want to no, golf I really want to golf <laughs> <laughs> um, I, um I remember the first time I golfed um you know my husband was like oh the ladies tee is up there and I was so insulted I said what do you mean yeah. ladies tea? This is so sexist, you know? And by the third tea, I was like, what, what do you mean? There's no ladies tea here. Uh, I, I can't <laughs> eat it off this tea. Where's the ladies tea? Oh, it's a hard yeah. sport. Yeah, it is. It's, it's one of the greatest sports, I think, because it yeah. is so hard and it's just such an equalizer for everybody. So what happens um, during this pandemic? Oh, <laughs> it is so stressful. <laughs> I mean, Golf, being a professional golfer, is totally different than any other professional athlete. So even the guys that are on tour right now, like nobody is getting paid, right? So when you compete, you're competing for your paycheck. Right. There's no like, there's no guarantee. It's not like, you know, you sign a contract on football, NFL, and you get X amount of dollars, kind of no matter what. Like you're competing for your check. So nobody's getting paid and everything keeps getting pushed back or canceled or postponed. And, and it's like, Oh, it, it's just, it's so terrifying just because, you know, this is my first year where I can actually compete on the Symmetra tour, which is right below the LPGA tour. And the LPGA tour is is the goal, but this is the first year I can compete on that lower level tour. And, you know, 
for people like me who don't have any sponsors or any people kind of backing them, it's like a huge opportunity to be able to compete. And now that they're postponing and pushing everything back, it kind of messes with the whole schedule of coming home from Florida and what tournaments I'm going to be able to play in. Like right now I had to take the day off. I I told you that, but I, uh, I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to try and qualify for the U S open because like, they already canceled their first two local qualifiers Uh and uh now they're all in you know end of april beginning of may ideally i want to qualify back home because i know the course is being played in dedham um and usually there's not as many there's not as many other like professional golfers that will go like there'll be some retired ones but the field isn't as strong um, there'll be a lot of really, really good amateur players, but there's just like not a ton of symmetrical players playing. And obviously you want to give yourself the best chance to qualify. And, you know, I would have to fly home, but now it's kind of like, well, are they going to cancel everything or are we not oh going to fly home? Um, so it's kind of like you have to make a bunch of contingency plans of like, okay, now I got to look at these other courses and, do they suit my game? Am I going to be able to qualify there? You know, am I prepared to play on this different type of grass? There's just so many factors wow. that go into it. I would never have thought of any of that. Wow. <laughs> this is yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. So I'm, I think I might just book it for Massachusetts and kind of cross my fingers, but um, yeah, there's so many factors. You got to think about what, what tour is going to be near the area. Um, how many professionals are going to be there, how many people have already signed up to qualify, because that kind of takes away your statistical chance of getting a spot in. Um, You also got to look at what strengths this course will play, if it plays to your strengths or your weaknesses, um, what kind of grass it's on, how new the course is, how new the greens are. I mean, it's like... Oh, my God, it goes on. yeah. So, you, you look at all these factors, though, and, and it can play to your advantage. If who you helps the right you? Place for you? Do you have a coach, right? I do have a coach. Yeah. Her name's Alana Swain. She's down here. She works at the Performance Center at TPC Sawgrass. She is amazing. She uh-huh. is the most incredible coach I have ever met. I mean, her knowledge of the golf swing is unparalleled. But Where are you um, again? I'm at, I'm at Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I'm at TPC Sawgrass. That's where I work. Okay. So you um, live in Florida. You're based in Florida. Yeah, mm-hmm. currently, yeah. I, I go back and forth. So yeah. I'll be home from in Massachusetts for the summer. Um, but yeah, so my coach, she'll help me as far as like bouncing ideas off of her. And like she's very busy. She has a lot of other students and athletes that she works with. So I try not to bug her too much. But yeah, yeah if, I have, if I have a thought about a place to qualify, you know, she'll let me bounce it off her. But usually we're both in agreement that we need to pick a place that, you know, doesn't have a major tournament nearby right. anytime soon. Cause then, wow. you know, you're, you're increasing your odds. So, Oh my yeah, goodness. That, aside from that, I do it all by myself. <laughs> that's insane. That is absolutely insane to think about. I hadn't, that's one of the things about doing this podcast is I'm learning about all different, I don't know, uh, all different people doing different jobs that are being impacted by this, but yours is, it could be the most unique. <laughs> yeah. I mean, luckily I, I do have a day job, so I'm not, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> right. But um, still it's not 
just about the money. It's about the dream, you know? Yeah, it's, it is. And it makes me like, think of those Olympic athletes who are out there trying oh, to... Oh, God. And they just put, put oh, on the Olympics. I know. Yeah. It's yeah, heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It's, for somebody who's worked four years of their life to get to the point to be able to qualify or to get to the point where they have qualified, and now it's like, oh... I mean, it goes down, sports are, Sports can be heartbreaking anyways, and it, it, it even goes as far as the kids, I know I'm hearing from people in Maynard and Millis, you know, looking at seasons, this is your senior year, this is your last season, oh, and I know. oh my God, not being able to play, been, and heart, just heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah, that's what happened to um, Franklin Pierce, they, they, the women's team qualified as a team to go to the regional championship, and the NCAA canceled all regional and national oh, wow. championships the spring so it's like oh I, my heart goes out to them because that's just like that's yeah. so awful do you do you remember doing that interview in mr femino's class years ago when you talked about golf i bet i still have that somewhere <laughs> i don't know we should pull that up and look at it <laughs> oh man <laughs> you know i think one of the one of the questions i asked you then was like how has golf changed you as a person or formed you now as a per, as a person like I mean, the answer then is probably totally different than the answer now. That's what I'm wondering. Um, the I would say now it has it's totally molded me into a much more determined and strong and like oh god, tough, tougher, mentally tougher person. Yeah. I mean, when I first graduated and I turned professional right after college, it was like, <laughs> I didn't quite understand the lifestyle that I was choosing. Mm -hmm. And I was so used to coming and being in college and everything's kind of scheduled for you. You don't have to think about the hotels. You don't have to think about the flights. You don't have to think about the meals. Like it's literally just all planned out. And then you go and you're a professional and now you have to do it all by yourself. And you're like, Oh man. And now Should the there's a money factor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, the thing yeah. is I did, but well, it was like, the, it's more like the uncertainty of like what could happen. And now yeah. you're like, yeah. you're competing and you're trying to like make your paycheck, but you're, you know, the consequences of not making the paycheck. So it's like, well, how do I learn to play and not think about that? And it's like huge learning curve. And, and the other, the other real difficult thing that I've finally kind of come to terms with is like not knowing where I'm going to be in two or three months. <laughs> wow. Like yeah. my family is, has been, you know, hounding me like, Oh, when are you coming home? When are you, you going to be home? I was like, I, I don't know guys. Like it's really dependent on how I do in these tournaments. And like, well, why don't you know? And I'm like, yeah, I, I got to compete. It's, that's how it works. I got to compete. Where is the, if I do well, the, I can come home. The best place you've played your favorite course. What's your favorite course? It's in Massachusetts. Uh -huh. um, it's called Boston Golf Club. Okay. Where that is that? One, it's in Hingham. It's oh. like super private. Yeah. It's, it's member owned, um, but it is one of the most beautiful golf courses I have ever stepped foot on. Yeah. It's like, it's like walking like back in time. Oh, that's like neat. you could almost think that you were in like Scotland or Ireland oh, because okay. of how they designed this golf course. I mean, it's, it's incredible. 
So then, I've, uh, I've been to some golf courses in Ireland. Have you traveled at all and seen any of the uh, international ones? No, I haven't so, yet. Yeah, we've seen them. They're so different than what they have here. They're really natural and super, yep. super windy. Oh, my God. Yep. So they're designed more so for the elements to be the factor of the golf course, not like the undulation, like the undulations as well. But, you know, in the golf that we're used to here is more what can we put in the way of you playing to make it more difficult. And there it's like, okay, well, how can we orient the hole to have the elements play like a greater factor on, on your golf ball. And it's just, I've never played over there. I played a couple link style golf courses. Obviously, it's not the same as it is over there, but yeah, it's well. If you ever if you ever get over there, we can hook you up with a place to stay. We got lots of relatives over there, so let me know. (laughs) I plan to be going over there in the next two years. That's when I want to be in the LPGA tour, and that's when it goes over there. So yeah, oh, that would be so exciting. I've got to come watch you play (laughs) now. I don't think I've ever watched a golf tournament before, like live. I've seen him on TV. <laughs> um, well, hopefully in that two-year time period, I'll be on TV. So then you can just so watch it cool. at home. Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh, my God. The entire community, Millis, would go nuts. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it'd be something. Yeah. It'd be cool, though. It would be very cool. Be very happy for you. So, okay. So you're not really cooped up then. You're not stuck at uh, home. You're working. Yeah, so I'm still working. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You could still. I would still consider myself almost cooped up, but yeah. well, because you're <laughs> you know stopped what your professional work is. So yeah, I and mean, I can still practice. I still do practice, but yeah, the there's no like definite time of when I can kind of go back and compete and right. start scheduling everything because it's like, well, I don't know what's gonna happen. So, what, um, um, are there a lot of people playing golf right now and on the course? Yeah, so it's not closed. The course is, it's not closed yet. Uh-huh. A lot of courses around where I am are closing. Yeah, um, or the public ones are turning to like walking only, um, mm-hmm. window cart. And the course I played a different course than the one I work at, and they were like minimally staffed, um, just mowing the greens. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're currently still open. We're still doing quite a few rounds. There's still a lot of people coming out to play. Um, but it, it, it definitely slowed down quite a bit. I mean, this is normally the most busy time for TPC Sawgrass yeah. is post the Players' Championship. And after that got canceled, it's just been so weird. And it was busy for you know, most of last week and now it's kind of like slowly kind of slowing down. Um, I mean, there's, there's still planning to be open for the rest of this week as far as I know, but I mean, we get emails daily from our general manager kind of giving us updates on what's going on and if he hasn't heard anything and everything, but luckily my staff is deemed essential. So even if, the club closes like we still go into work and yeah and the pga tour is such an amazing company they're still like paying everybody through april 10th whether you're scheduled to work or not so that's amazing very very fortunate there yeah that's great 
Wow. This is a whole yeah. other world I hadn't thought about. <laughs> really yeah. interesting yeah. to talk to you. And and do you have anything that you would want to say to your Millis community or to, the, I don't know, we've had 800 downloads, so we're kind of out there. Oh this podcast is getting out there. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, You're I mean, doing amazing. Honestly, the, the goal is to kind of document what people are doing during this time, and I'm trying to get in as many interviews as possible. But do you... Do you have anything you want to say to people back home or around? I mean, I would say just keep your head up. I mean, yeah. do what do what you're doing. Try and find something to keep yourself busy. Um, definitely try and find some sort of routine, mm. even though you're in the house. It, you know, I'm used to going to the gym, and I've just been kind of doing workouts here and there throughout the day when I'm home. Yep. Um, just trying to go outside go for walks definitely don't don't sit in the house because that's house. when you really start to lose your mind um yeah i mean we just I'll had just snow that, here oh god but it's, I, <laughs> I couldn't even imagine snow it's, right now it was kind of depressing yesterday i'm not gonna lie we were like no, real no it, it would just really take away any morale yeah <laughs> yeah but it's melting today and it's in the 50s so that's good oh good good yeah and definitely get outside for sure what is your favorite cooped up food what's your comfort food your go-to oh man um it's probably some like athletic protein healthy thing <laughs> oh god no oh god no my favorite cooped up thing would probably be like pizza <laughs> I'm with Super you. That's easy. mine. <laughs> I don't have to cook. There's no dishes. Yeah, <laughs> quick and easy. That's so Eat it right from the box. <laughs> <laughs> well, Camden, thank you so much for reaching out today. It was great to talk to you and learn what you're doing, and hopefully, we'll catch up with you again when you've got even more exciting news for us. And this whole thing ends, and we're watching you on TV, right? Yes, of course. I would love to. And I'd love to catch up with you again sometime soon. Okay. And let me know when you're playing around here, if I can come see you, I would love to do that. Yes, absolutely. For sure. I will. Okay. Thank you. Camden Morrison from Millis High School, Franklin Pierce, and now Florida professional golfer, extraordinary woman. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you soon. Well, that was exciting. Camden is an incredible person and really great. I haven't talked to her in ages, so it was really exciting to catch up with her today. And I really appreciate her taking time out of her schedule to, to talk with us. This is Danielle Mannion with Cooped Up.